Welcome, friends. This is Drs. Krishna and Veer Vidala. And we are the Vidala Bros. So in this podcast, uh, we'll be discussing important medical topics that affect your community. We'll be looking into medical research, health and wellness tips, and uh, also available healthcare resources brought to you by the Norman Regional Health System. That's right. And in each episode, we'll also be joined by medical professionals, local community leaders, and even some of our friendly neighbors as we talk through various issues that are affecting our community. So if you want to leave healthy lives or learn about the new healthy trends, we want this podcast to be your go-to resource. Welcome back, my friends. Dr. Veer Vidala again here, joined by my co-hosts. Dr. Krishna Vidala. And we are the Vidala Bros. Thank you again for joining us for yet another episode of Vital Visions, where we discuss all things vital. Norman Regional Hospital opened its doors to patients on June 2nd, 1946, led by one of Norman's own, Dr. John L. Day. It was a hospital that started with 61 beds with a staff of 29 employees. Now, it is a leader in healthcare for the residents of South Central Oklahoma, with more than 3,000 employees spread across four main campuses, more than 30 clinics and offices, and recognized with dozens of national and local awards, and five accredited centers of excellence. But the success of an organization is not solely determined by its products or its services, but by the collective passion, dedication, and vision of its leaders. And one such leader is with us today, our very own CEO and president, Mr. Richie Split. Thank you so much for being here today, sir. Krishna, please give our guest an intro. Thank you so much, Dr. Vidala. So uh, this gentleman that we're about to hear talk today uh, is someone that um, I've come to know over the last year and a half since I've started working here at Norman Regional. And I have to say, for being the president and CEO, Mr. Split is one of the most relaxed, one of the most genuine, and one of the most friendliest uh, CEOs that I've ever met in my life. And it's kind of surprising because the first thing he always says is, Call me Richie. Call and me Richie. You do not see that a whole lot. Uh, and so, without further ado, uh, Mr. Richie Swift, thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank oh. you for that introduction. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, tell us what got you interested in healthcare and specifically what got you interested in healthcare administration? You know, it's a, it was a long road to healthcare administration for me. So, I had, oh, a summer job in 1987 that was physical therapy and it was literally two weeks into the job and I knew healthcare was was somehow in my blood it sounds uh, odd to say but I knew that I was being called to the profession mm -hmm. and I was because of even in that short amount of time seeing the impact that I could have on a patient's day a patient's experience and uh, really how special healthcare providers are who are working in that field, trying to help others to be the best version of themselves, to heal and to recover. And I knew it was special, and I knew I had to be a part of that. That's wow. Right. That's, that's amazing. Um, just goes to speak that some of us have a calling. You know? uh, so I've been a little bit more active on LinkedIn recently, sir. And uh, something that popped up recently is that you're celebrating your 10-year anniversary at Norman Regional. Yes. And, uh, and uh, was seven of those years of, of being CEO? Am I, am I correct? Yes. Seven years or, that, or thereabout. Yes. <laughs> the, yeah. that, and I think that's, that's amazing, right? I mean, um, you know, uh, working in different hospital corporations for residency and then our, our first jobs and stuff. And, you know, we talk to leadership and learn about things and... Uh, and, you know, uh, I was talking to one of my uh, friends who's also in healthcare administration um, 
Mr. Dylan Clark shout out. Uh, anyways, um, he was telling me like the average uh, span tenure of, as a CEO is like around five years or so. And you're at seven. And so it, I would think that it's a very stressful job. And I was curious to see like, what it, what is your, obviously you have a passion for this and you found your calling, but can you describe to us like, how do you do this every day? And sure. Yeah. Well, I, I, probably in the, in a similar way that you both do your jobs, you, you get up, you've got a spring in your step because you know, you can make a difference yeah. and that you are connected to a purpose that you're connected to the mission of an organization who's doing good work. And so, you know, I, until you bring that up, that's why I had to think about that. How long has it been? It really seems like yesterday that I was given the opportunity. And in this amount of time to see the progress that's been made for our health system, it's truly remarkable. So in my life, I am fulfilled every day when I wake up, no matter the challenges, uh, it, it just, there's something inside that draws me to our organization and to the work that we do and the patients. That's what it is. Ultimately, it's how we can improve their circumstances. And we have some of the best people to make that, that happen. And so one of the things that as a CEO that was apparent to me, and it really started in my mind after the tornado of May 20th, 2013, in seeing our people in action, our caregivers doing the things they did, in spite of the losses that they suffered and the challenges they were experiencing personally, that they were more than just employees, that it, it, they were healers. That was that was our job. That was a part of that calling. And, and really, that's where it started in my mind and, and before that in my heart and just began to talk about that throughout the organization. And as I became the CEO, really wanted to breathe life into that term healer. Because I believe when you're doing this work, it's sacred, it's important, it's meaningful, it makes a difference. And that term captures what we're called to do in the healthcare profession. Wow. Well, uh, you know, you talked about the importance of of, of healers and, um, but one of the things like moving on that, that we really want to talk about today is about Inspire Health. And so we're wondering, you know, what really brought that upon uh, and um, can you can you give the can you give our audience this kind of a brief overview of what the uh, what Inspire Health is all about? Sure. Inspire Health is a strategic plan for Norman Regional Health System, and it, it includes five big construction projects that uh, roughly a million square feet for the purpose of transforming our organization, modernizing what we do, how we do it where we do it. And uh, so it's, it's really about the transformation of our health system and the people who serve in, that, in those locations and in the care that we provide. So it really, it started before, it started uh, my first week on the job, my second Monday on the job. Wow. <laughs> and that's when that tornado of May 20th, 2013 destroyed our beloved Moore Medical Center. Mm-hmm. So we began thinking about how do we reposition the organization? What do we build back? We knew we were coming back and we were going to be better than before and stronger than before. And so it really started there. And then uh, that led to thinking about how healthcare was evolving over time. So when I was named CEO, I really wanted to have and formulate a strong strategic plan. So we did that with our healers. It truly was uh, their co-authoring 
it was a collective co-authorship of what does strategy look like and what should the strategy for Norman Regional be for the next five to ten years. And it, it was truly a, a remarkable journey. They We had what was called healer forums where they were able to hear ideas, share ideas, and then validate the ideas and thoughts that, that we had. And we formulated a plan. That plan started out as, uh, it was a phrase that we used called BHAG. Mm-hmm. BHAG is an acronym for Big, Hairy, Audacious Goal. And so it literally is a moonshot. Uh, Jim Collins, the author of Good to Great and a number of other books, that's his term, his phrase. And he's always inspired me to, as, as a business mind, as a strategic thinker, he's inspired me to um, emulate his principles in, in a lot of what I, I like to do and, and what the organization can do. So BHAG came from Jim Collins, and it was just simply applied to what we were trying to do in terms of writing a strategy and then going out and achieving that strategy. Inspire Health came later, and that was a process where our healers had the opportunity to provide the input. What do we call BHAG? What does our BHAG need to be called as we roll it out to the community? And Inspire Health was born. That's really cool. Yeah, that's a really, really cool story. What do you think um, are some of the challenges right now that um, our healthcare system is facing? They're numerous, uh, and they're they're more intense than they've ever been before, in my opinion. And uh, they're happening across the country. We're all facing very similar things, and inflation is a part of that. Obviously, uh, rising costs, expenses are out of control. We're we're getting some control of those expenses, but supply chain, supply costs, pharmaceuticals. Uh, the cost of those medications, workforce sh- shortages. We are, we are challenged on every front, and um, I believe that it's uh, an honor and a privilege to be able to, to work to address those challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we're all facing it across the country. It's not uh, only Norman Regional's problems or issues to to overcome. It's a uh, maybe global issue in terms of healthcare. So, I, I'm. I'm inspired by the opportunity to get up every day, make a difference for our patients, and to be a leader in addressing these um, these headwinds that we're we're faced with each and every day. So, there is such great potential for our organization, and when we work together, we come together and, and focus on the right thing, starting with the patient. Then I, I just don't know too many things we can't overcome. Great, great. You know, like when you speak, sir. Like you can just experience the visionary in you, and uh, it's it's inspiring. Um, thank you again. Thank you for being here. Uh, yeah. So a lot of our listeners, uh, we're hoping, are going to be um, students and learners uh, looking into and being inspired by our guests to start their own career journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you mind like tailoring it back a little bit and talking to us about like what exactly uh, you know? your career trajectory looked like with your with your schooling and what healthcare administration is and how are students that are interested how do they get involved in that sure so i mentioned that i started my healthcare career as a summer job mm-hmm. in, as a physical therapy technician yep. and knew i needed to be a part of that so i uh, proceeded to enroll in all the right courses to prepare me for a potential physical therapy career 
And physical therapy was a very uh, competitive field to get into. There weren't a lot of programs and there were more people than spots. Highly competitive. And, and I was just sure and confident that I was going to be selected. Had a great career of, of physical therapy technician work and applied for PT school. Was not accepted. I was, you know, a little confused by that, but I, you know, I continued to work in physical therapy. Completed my undergraduate, applied for PT school, did not work out. Was accepted into a master's program in health and exercise science, and I was also a, a college athlete. I wrestled at the University of Oklahoma and had a wonderful time there. Wow. And uh, sports psychology was was in the forefront of my mind, and so I was in my graduate degree was pursuing motor learning, motor development, and sports psychology. And when I finished, I applied, when I was finishing that program, I applied to a PhD program and physical therapy school again. I did not get into physical therapy school, but I was accepted into a PhD program in South Carolina, and my wife and I got pregnant. So we changed our plans. We stayed in Oklahoma. Uh, I, en I enrolled at Oklahoma City University, and completed my master's of business administration. And as I was completing my MBA, I was still working in physical therapy in a copy room in uh, the hospital where I was working. I was copying my patient list and a gentleman from the, uh, one of the business areas in that hospital asked me, do you know somebody with direct patient care experience who might be interested in administration? And I said, well, I'm a month away from completing my MBA and yeah. I'd love to talk to you further. Two weeks later, I'm working in decision support. I'm running profit and loss statements and staring at a computer. Wow. Traded in my scrubs for coat and tie and missed my patients mightily. I just knew that wasn't a role for me. I couldn't sit behind a desk or at a desk behind a computer for too long uh, without having that interaction and impact with patients. So I studied and learned and continued my career in healthcare and, and said yes to a number of opportunities until ultimately getting to this role as chief executive officer. And I realized I, I could have a tremendous impact on patient care as a CEO. If I was making an informed decision for the right reasons and for our patients, then I could affect the lives of so many more patients. Whereas in physical therapy, it's a great opportunity to connect with a patient, one patient at a time, several patients in a day. But as CEO, I can have a, a broader effect. And so that's what I do as a CEO today is try to make informed decisions, always remembering why we're here and it is for the patient. And if I can do that well, then I can accelerate the healing process and I can I can open up opportunities for those who are providing that care inside our health system. Norman Regional Health System is hiring. We'd love for you to join our team of employees who we call healers. We offer brand new and updated facilities, a culture of kindness that is team focused, clinical excellence with accredited centers of excellence, and many more benefits. Please visit careers.normanregional.com to see all of our open positions. And we appreciate you for that, sir. We, yeah, thank we really you for do. everything that you do on a, on a daily basis. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's mostly a 24 seven, 365 day job. It can be, yes. Know? And yes. and that's you know that can be difficult. And it's knowing that oh well, you know, it's Saturday morning. Oh, I want to sleep in, but maybe there might be something else coming up. And that 
man, I just can't imagine putting myself in, in that shoes. Um, yeah. And this is just kind of a question that I had personally. Uh, I'm getting more and more interested in, in, in the administration component of healthcare. And so I'm working on getting an MBA. How important do you think for, for future you know, students, how important do you think having an MBA or some kind of administrative educational experience is if they want to you know, get into healthcare administration? I think it's it's very important. It's vitally important to uh, to know what what theory is, to know what uh, how you can apply that theory in a real world experience. So, as a physician, you see it every day. You know how things are working. You have to you get connected to the patient and how your your clinic is operating. But you don't always know and realize the impact outside of the clinic. How does that roll up into a hospital, into another another setting, and and that's what an MBA can help you to understand, help all of us to understand. I've long said that, you know, the, the most important things that led, I believe that led me to where I am today is when I, you know, was my faith. It was marrying my wife, having children and my education. And that MBA was the, the last degree that I achieved. And that was vitally important for me to understand where I was going and how to apply the skills that I had acquired over time that I had no idea why I was doing it or how they would come together. But those were the things that led me to where I am today. And I think that MBA, that, that education is vitally important to our success. Yeah. Well, um, so you, you seem like a person that enjoys reading books. Sure. And, uh, and I, a question for me is I, I can't. Medical school, we didn't get to read for fun very much, and so now, not, no. now, now, now we have time to kind of pick it, it. picking it up, yeah. and uh, and a couple of things that again, things that we didn't learn in medical school is one, personal finance. So we're we're learning about that yeah. now, trying right. to figure yeah. that out. <laughs> and That's then, important, yes, sir. And then uh, and then developing um, leadership qualities because you know those are useful in uh, in any field, and as, as as physicians, and especially Krishna, who's looking into the admin world um, becomes a quality that we have to practice mm -hmm. and develop. And uh, uh, so, uh, you know, I was wondering if you had any um, resources or books that uh, you thought were like, wow, this is such a good read that we could share our list for our listeners. Well, for me, there is so much happening in healthcare. The healthcare landscape is changing every day. Mm -hmm. uh, during our time together, I'm sure there's legislation that's been passed mm -hmm. and other changes that uh, are impacting our world. And so it's, there are trade journals. And so I'm continuously reading trade journals, Modern Healthcare, Becker's Finance, Becker's Payer. Uh, there are a whole host of those trade journals that are out there that, that keep me apprised of current events. Uh, and then behind that, there are, I mentioned Jim Collins, who's yeah. a great author and, and thinker. Malcolm Gladwell is another uh, author that I really enjoy. Those things are directly applicable to business and to finances and are important. And then you have to go find opportunities to learn more. I also like, I enjoy hearing speakers when there's a conference or uh, events that are out there. I like learning from those who've, who've been in similar situations, always keeping my ears open mm -hmm. and my eyes open for those opportunities. And so I would just encourage everybody to be a sponge. Yeah, and uh, that helps you to stay current. It helps formulate your ideas. It helps promote a networking and conversation that's broader than yourself. Check your way of thinking and and see where you can where you can develop something further from what you've read. But 
that's a that's an important tool. I think we should all be open to the, the opportunity to learn more. Yeah. So that's it's amazing. Like I feel like that is like time and time again is what we hear is always be prepared to learn more because yes. it never it's ends. Never Learning ends. is a right. never ending process. Right. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think um, are things that that excite you about the future of Norman Regional? Oh, there are so many things. I've touched on a few of those th- items. And maybe if if, uh, if if I were to try to break it down into simple terms, first and foremost, it's our patients, how we can impact and help our patients. It's the people, our people at Norman Regional that we call healers. So patients, people, it's the progress we're making. We talked a little bit about Inspire Health and we're nearing completion. One part of that uh, project, uh, that strategy is in place with our Norman Regional 9 facility. And others are about to come online. So that progress is really exciting. It's really important to the organization. And so that those are the things that are, that are important to me and, and that are on my radar every day. And then I would say from there, we again talked a little bit about uh, the challenges in healthcare today. Our potential is off the charts. Uh, we are transforming our health system and in doing so, it takes our people, our healers, to translate that vision into a, a reality and, and we've got the best. You are two examples of that and I appreciate the work oh, that you both wow. do. You're two kind, sir. <laughs> Thank you. That's the biggest but compliment I've received. It's it's true and, and I you know I have a, a loved one, a family member who sees one of you for uh, their care and and they greatly appreciate that care and so you guys make a difference each and every day but that translates into the potential for our health system and if we're really focused on health and wellness we have to do it through our people and and we've got the best i don't, I don't know if you meant to do that sir but that was just excellent wordplay because it's the four piece mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. patience people progress and potential there you go uh, that was accidental. I must, I must have read <laughs> that somewhere. was great. <laughs> heard it on your podcast. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. Another thing is uh, is uh, one of the goals of our uh, many goals for this podcast, but it's to get to know um, uh, our, our Norman Regional, our our healthcare system, our providers, our leaders, a little bit more personally to kind of bridge that gap. Right between the the patients or listeners and, and us, and so um, hope you don't mind asking some personal questions. Sure. Uh, I, I'm just curious, like uh, interested in uh, like what are some of your hobbies that you do to to kind of de stress or go enjoy yourself? And that, that's a great question, and and I believe we all need to know what that is for ourselves. Right. And it will be you know a num- any number of things, but for me, it's important that I can get out and do some road work. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I, I don't like to run. I don't call myself a runner, but I run as often as I can. Yeah. And I uh, just want to get a 5K in and and it's my time to pray. And I may listen to a podcast on occasion while I'm running and to think and, and clear my mind and not have to worry about the other stressors. It's just one foot in front of the other. And so I, I really uh, I try to make that a, a priority and uh, it helps. It helps me it helps clear my mind. Helps me think more um, strategically when I focus on those areas. Helps me to think more deeply about my family uh-huh. and, and that sort of thing. So I really like to run. I enjoy reading, but that takes some time away from other things as well. But yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit of health and and uh, 
just get out on the road. That's awesome. Um, so you do you do like the Oklahoma City 5K and stuff or? I've done that in the past uh-huh. and I, I haven't done it in several years. It just seems too much competition for time. And, that's true. Yeah. But it, that's a remarkable event and I'm so grateful having uh, lived through that time in our state's history. I, I cared for patients literally. Yeah as they came in for the first time into our ER oh my God. and uh, working with them in physical therapy again. And, and oh my gosh, it's just, I can't imagine uh, what that must've been like. Yeah. Oh but gosh. no, I don't get to the, I don't, I have no desire to be a part of a marathon or a half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite place to run? Just around the neighborhood. Oh, that's, that's, that's great. It's yeah. like everybody. Anywhere uh, that I, I'm safe. That's what I, yeah, I like. And I had to, I have to say, the, the feeling is mutual about having no desire to run in a half marathon. <laughs> so, um, we can't be triathletes like Dr. Sadler. That's yes. right. Oh, that's, that's hard to do. Uh, that, that takes a commitment. This has been a very insightful episode with our CEO, Mr. Ruchi Split. Today, we learned a lot about Norman Regional's past, present, and future. This episode is very near and dear to us, and we can't fit it all in just one. So join us soon for part two of our conversations with our CEO on Your Vital Visions podcast. Vital Visions, the Vidala Brothers podcast, is a Norman Regional Health System podcast. Hosted by Krishna Vidala, MD, MPH, and Raghavir Vidala, MD, FAAFP. Senior producer and editor is Jim Goldsbury. Co-producer is Emily Ailinger. Research is by Krishna Vidala, Raghavir Vidala, and Emily Ailinger. Support is from Integrated Marketing and Norman Regional Health System. Email us your questions to Vital Visions Podcast at nrh-ok.com.